and welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. Deep lore with Captain Fargus. The Salty Boys Podcast. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Recording in five. Three, two, one, and go. All right. Four. Welcome to... The Salty Boys. Scrunt. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing start. Um, Today's another weird one because uh, we're all POWs in Albania, I guess. Uh, The plot thickens. Um, (laughs) You're still in Macedonia, wherever that is. I'm in Macedonia. That's right. No, wait. We're in Macedonia. They broke my leg. You're in Moldova. I'm in Moldova. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in Moldova. Albania. And Mary has joined me in Albania. She's <laughs> visiting from Macedonia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they beat the shit out of me, and uh, it's going to be a little while before I can get back. So. Yeah. Somebody smacked his foot with a hammer. More like mm-hmm. they kicked your Acidonia. They <laughs> <laughs> did. Got him. Um, that's right. And we're in Salt Marchedonia. That's right. Not to be confused with Salt Marchedonia. Which is <laughs> two thousand miles away <laughs> on the other coast of Europe. <laughs> on the other coast. Um, so the first thing we're going to do is meet with a character that has been doing a little side quest in in the background. Just a little minor character known as Captain Fargus Flintlock. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you want a little time to like get the it's shake been, the old the cobwebs off. It's been a while since I had to use the voice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> Pretend to roll athletics, and uh, <laughs> we need to summon Andy immediately. I was going to say, Jesus, no joke. Probably the biggest, uh, the biggest change since you had a little break uh, since the captain's been away is that Seamus feels like a lifeless husk of a character. Oh no, <laughs> it's painful. Anytime I have to role play Seamus, I'm like, uh, <laughs> have you listened to any of the episodes? Uh. No. <laughs> okay, me neither. <laughs> Don't feel bad. None of us do. Yeah. Uh, it, it got a little weird. It got a little rushed there. We'll uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find our way. Um. So let's uh, let's hop back into it. So, uh, the captain, you've traveled for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say when we open, it's a, a full moon tonight. It's uh, good enough to see. Um, but it's a little bit chilly as you've approached the mountains. It's not like the warm sands of Salt Marsh. Hey, reminds me of old times. Your contact told you to meet here at the abandoned clock tower past the outskirts of the Royal Academy. Though darkness has fallen, the stained ivory stones glinting in the moonlight stick out under the overgrown vines covering the clock tower. The entrance doors sit crooked, falling off their hinges. Is there anything you want to do here? Uh, so I'm like at the clock tower, right? Yeah, you're kind of at the outskirts. You can see it. Um, you're at like sort of a vantage point that you can see the courtyard, the overgrown, all of it. Uh, do I see any signs of like anyone being there? Has like the door been tampered with? Is there like an encampment around? Yeah. The uh, So the doors, um, the way that they're cattywampus off the hinges, uh, anybody could sneak through or out. In or out. Okay, so the um, place wasn't like condemned or anything. It's just kind of chilling. Yeah, not sure why it was abandoned. Uh, um, give me a history check. Not our. Is this clock tower made of stone? <laughs> it is. Oh my god! Let's <laughs> add my 
Let's add my int modifier. Ah, shit, bad roll. I'm also <laughs> using, I'm using like ocean blue dice. Okay. Now. Ooh, fantastic. Yeah, that is a history check, right? Captain has no history. Still no history. So with my plus zero <laughs> added for my knowledge of masonry, that's a 16. Okay. Hey, that's not bad. Um, this uh, ivory colored stone was sourced from uh, outside the empire. Uh, it must have taken like a great feat of strength and engineering and logistics to bring all of these stones here. So why this clock tower was abandoned is uh, is perhaps a mystery. But as you survey the scene, you do see uh, divots in the earth. Um, and as you begin to wander through the courtyard, uh, the divots in the earth are blast marks uh, betraying a battle here long forgotten. Um, other than these uh, earthenwork, earthworks, no traces of the combatants remain, though as you breathe in a measured breath of that cold night air, you briefly feel that you might have known what that night might have felt like. And before a brief pause to think about that further, you hear voice ring out uh, in the evening. And uh, ARD mind playing that for us. Yeah. Uh, one second, please. what you hear coming out of the clock tower all right uh so captain being the uh the uh the well-traveled sailor that he is uh does he recognize this as a siren song (laughs) it it sure is um but you don't feel a compulsion to be driven onward that actually shocks him a little bit more <laughs> than mm. if he was compelled, because uh, yeah. that's not usually how this works. Yeah, <laughs> you would know that. Um, so this lack of compulsion is ironically compelling, compelling him a little <laughs> bit more. So maybe this is some like reverse, reverse psychology <laughs> siren shit. Reverse would you compulsion. say reverse sirencology? Oh my lord. <laughs> These damn bloody sirens. They've gotten so damn crafty in me old age. <laughs> so the captain being more attracted to talent than he is to like tits and ass. Uh, he, he is now intrigued uh, <laughs> and the sirens have gotten his attention. So he's going to very pensively kind of uh, glance into the tower to see what's going on. You see a single torch held by a short hooded figure in a white oilskin coat. Um, She continues her song, uh, meandering, adding her own harmonies. 
Oh, wait. So she's doing, she's singing three-part harmony by her damn self? She is. All right. Now Captain is like, if he was partial chub before, <laughs> it's he's like full mast right now. <laughs> like, he's hanging off his own crow's nest. Uh <laughs> Hey there, Siren. That's uh, quite a melismatic passage you've got there if you catch me drift. Captain Flintlock, I have long awaited our meeting. I'd hoped our methods would have brought you sooner. The figure pushes her hood back, revealing a stocky dwarven frame, uh, framed face with silver hair and amber eyes. Uh, <laughs> just to get you involved, hey, uh, our lore historian, does that sound familiar? Yeah, uh... Savvy saying, right? Savvy saying, in case you were wondering. <laughs> so the captain obviously knows who Savvy saying is. Can can you uh, can you remind McHoss how the captain should be reacting to this they revelation? Actually, have not met. Mm. So, uh, however, Sane, um, she has met Big Nick. Yeah, I was gonna say Savvy Sane's the one that brainwashed the fake Big Nick. To that tune, she asks you, Captain. Has Big Nick ever done what he was told? It's been many seasons since I sent him to fetch you. Uh, that depends. Uh, what would you have told me, uh, my associate there? He's not very good at following directions, you see. That's why we used the enchantment. I told him to fetch you and bring you back. But that was back when I worked for internal service. Well... And I'll tell you, things have changed. It's been... Well over a year since I saw what I saw. And when I saw it, I gave him the slip. Hey, and what did you see there? She takes a deep breath. Actually, got to roll something. I'm sorry, are you rolling dice on a D&D podcast? I am. Yeah, that sounds illegal. <laughs> okay. Um, you see uh, her hand come up to her mouth. Uh, to cover some kind of reaction that she's just had. Um, she said, the magics from the internal service are quite strong, and I'm fighting them even now. To think of what I saw, it, my body fights it. Uh, so what kind of reactions is she having? Like, is, like, can Captain see that she has like convulsions? Does she have like any abrasions or anything going on? Yeah, uh, making insight check for me is she made of stone <laughs> she is not unfortunately <laughs> is she a bradusa just a stony disposition all right uh insight roll is garbage it's a four okay yeah um it doesn't seem like she's like fabricating this but it seems pretty obvious that she, whatever she she's trying to share something but she's also trying to not think about something um and i've it, I guess pretty obviously based on what she said, uh, what she saw, something something traumatic or something terrible. I, I can see this is a bit of a sore subject for you. So uh, let's say we get to the meat of the matter. Uh, what do you need me here for? Why are we here in this uh, this tower? Well, it's good timing because we've got a common enemy. Go when you did what. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> when you did what you did, whether you knew it or not, you, you starved the royals of their meal. It set them back months, and they're still reeling to recover. It was the first pin to drop, but what we need now is a next step, and that's where you come in. 
I need you to go to Boulder's Gate. There's a mercenary company there called the Flaming Fist, and a man, a man there employed named Flame Zodge. He's an old acquaintance and won't be a part of our cause, but he'll give you a job that gets us closer to the royals. And one last thing, I'm not sending you alone. You're going with the leader of our little resistance, and I believe you've met Jelen Primewater. Ah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So, do you want to get like a last reaction uh, for this before we close out the scene? Uh, I'd say like there's a there's a brief eye twitch, mm-hmm. and then uh and then a small smirk from the captain. Awesome. Uh, are you recording right now? Okay, cool. Um, Simmons, Simmons. Hey, hey, roll me over, Simmons. Hey, hey, guess what? I'm a pickle. I'm pickle crunk. It's the salty boys. And It's not bourbon. And edging! edging. edging.